Welcome to Hollywood Insider's Podcasts. Do subscribe and feel free to visit HollywoodInsider.com for more. Hollywood Insider is a media network focused on substance and meaningful entertainment while being against gossip and scandal so as to utilize media as a tool to unite and better our world by combining entertainment, education, and philanthropy. This is your host, Eileen Jordahl. Today's episode is titled, The Memification of Black People slash Internet Blackface. This article is written by Tyler Bay. Shed this, or this, nothing like a good reaction gif, right? But you've probably noticed the most popular ones of black people being dramatic. This is digital blackface. Last weekend, she was interviewed by a local TV station when her apartment complex caught fire. Well, this morning, she and her home are okay, and her animated remarks are spreading like those flames. In early 2012, Kimberly Sweet Brown Wilkins went viral in a news interview where she details her apartment complex setting fire. And then the smoke got me. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. The video, known as Ain't Nobody Got Time For That, which garnered millions of views, was an ongoing joke for my sixth grade class. Back then, YouTube was only seven years old. It is more than twice that now. And our behavior on the internet was radically different. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time. Ain't nobody got time. Ain't nobody got time for that. To put it into perspective, Instagram wouldn't come out until a year later. The way we documented information, including memes, was fundamentally different. White supremacists used to hide their faces under hoods or their swastika tattoos under their hairlines. Today's internet-savvy racists cloak their ideology in irony, provocation, and trolling. Although the viral video is funny on the surface, looking back, I am curious about whether we were laughing with Kimberly Sweet Brown Wilkins or laughing at her. I don't like looking at myself like that because I look like a joke when I was really serious. Though the attention likely won't fade soon, Sweet Brown's interview from Saturday has gone viral. While she does seem to be having fun telling her crazy story about how she thought someone was barbecuing in reference to the smell of her burning building, Sweet Brown went to get that pop only to find her apartment complex filled with smoke. I said, somebody barbecuing this early. Her big personality is now bringing her a lot of attention. I'm curious if Kimberly were white, would we have this insane culture-shifting reaction? Kimberly Wilkins has a bubbly and funny personality. While some are questioning whether Sweet Brown was faking her reaction, her son says that really is his mother's personality. Yes, 100%, 1,000%. But it's not especially different from many of my black family members, aunts, and cousins. A lot of our popular memes are just seconds of black behavior. He's climbing in your windows, he's snatching your people up, trying to rape them so y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife. Black people use black memes because we can relate to them. Digital blackface is the 21st century version of that. White people using gifts to perform some kind of exaggerated blackness. But I'm wondering what it means for white people to use black memes, emojis, and language on the internet. White people using cock-skinned emojis. Hmm. This is a form of cultural appropriation, paying little respect to someone else's culture and using it however you please. White people, are you laughing with us or at us? <laughs> uh, that is no lady, uh, that was my wife. <laughs> a lot of pop culture takes from black culture and oftentimes doesn't really 
say they got it from black culture. The colonization of black culture. These misconceptions about language sort of perpetuate these racist ideas that continue to circulate in our society. AAVE stands for African American Vernacular English. It's a dialect that's been used by black Americans for hundreds of years. It began to distinguish itself from standard English during slavery, then got even more distinct during reconstruction and segregation. It has its own rules and structure. It's not simply slang or grammatical mistakes, but a well-formed set of rules of pronunciation and grammar that's capable of conveying complex logic and reasoning. Words like child, as in child, finna, as in about to, girl, as in girl, are all phrases adapted by the internet that began in the black community. We in this beach, finna get crunk, abraz on fleek. Although it's entertaining to use this dialogue in everyday internet slang conversation, the problem comes when individuals profit from views that typically equal money, from heavy AAVE, or a black accent or black scent. Homeboys gonna like, get it. If a white creator uses their normal speaking voice in one video, being their authentic self, then turns on their black scent when they're trying to be funny, then there's an issue. They don't realize how ignorant it is when mm -hmm. trying to have that black voice that uh, some whites try to do yeah. that really don't do well. It's impossible not to see the parallels between the modern use of black culture for entertainment and the stereotypes and blackface from minstrel shows. Black people are not here for other people's entertainment. We're not symbols of excessive emotion. And we aren't here to make you look more sassy, more sexy, or more street. The caricaturization of black people has existed since colonial times. White and then black performers wore dark makeup and created not only a popular theatrical form, but stereotypes that are still with us today. This was seen incredibly prevalent in minstrel shows, a comedic theater form that uses blackface and racial stereotypes for entertainment. America is used to only tolerating black people as forms of entertainment. Blackface is so tied to comedy, to people enjoying themselves, to people having fun, that that rattles you still more. America knows us as the funny one, the one who can sing, the dumb one, and we eat it up in the media we consume. When we're only presented in a pristine way or in a tragic way or in a comedic way, it's yeah. like it just it just sort of shrinks down what being black is. And the truth is being black is no different than being, being anything white. else. It's yeah. just human. LeBron James is talking politics again, and this time it's R-rated. Here's his barely intelligible, not to mention ungrammatical take on President Trump. This is why Laura Ingram can say shut up and dribble in response to LeBron James raising his opinion about President Trump and still keeping her job. So keep the political commentary to yourself, or as someone once said, shut up and dribble. We'll be right back. It's because America's all secretly thinking it. As soon as black people push for our community's safety and equity, the intense backlash is a reminder of the narrow line we walk. I'm numb to this commentary like, must they run their mouths like that? Unfortunately, a lot of kids and some adults take these ignorant comments seriously. We'll definitely not uh, shut up and dribble. Um, I would definitely not do that. When popular TikToker Brittany Broski, AKA Kombucha Girl, was checked for her use of AAVE, 
she defended its use under the guise of slang being internet culture. I ask myself, is this really existence? Is existence just pain? It do be tasting good though, I'm not gonna lie. While Britney is quite Southern and typically is decent to keeping her AAVE for comedic effect to a minimum, her response was poorly crafted. Dan, like, why'd you even match with me? I just, stupid bitch. You ugly anyway. Wear your sass, your nonchalance, your theory, your delight, your annoyance, your happy dance, your diva, your shade, your yes moments. This is one of the major problems we're facing as users of the internet right now. If you, as a white person, find yourself excessively using black emojis, bitmojis, black memes, and gifs, maybe you should think about why this is the case. It's difficult to watch these videos and not sense that their popularity has something to do with a persistent, if unconscious, desire to see black people perform. No, Brittany, this is not internet culture. It's caricaturing black people. According to Giphy, the most popular way for Americans to express happiness is this. And sadness, this. Are the popular Nicki Minaj memes funny? Or is it just black people and culture who you find funny? Nicki Minaj, is that you? Nicki, 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 let's go to the beach, each, let's go get away. They say what they gonna say, grab a drink, quick. Would the gif or picture you're obsessed with be just as funny if it was a white person in the clip? Women of color in particular are called on really frequently to express emotions for us. From this unknown woman clapping in the Wendy Williams audience to Oprah. While it may seem trivial to pick apart the way someone uses their keyboard on the internet of all things, this is rooted in a much deeper issue. What would America be like if we loved black people as much as we love black culture? Since we can so easily embrace black people in our media and entertainment, why can't we embrace them in the real world? I'm not saying you have to be black to post these gifts. But what I am saying is think about what you're doing. Ask yourself why you're always drawn to that gift or that emoji. Our place in the sun. The idea that you're expected to integrate into a culture and a society in which you're sort of putting on this code switch. Mm. I was taught to code switch in school, which is essentially shifting the way you speak depending on your audience. When we go to the grocery store, when we are driving, when we are, you know, at work, when we're at home, when we're out everywhere, we have to code switch. It's something only disparaged groups of people have to do. So that in certain contexts, they use the vernacular, in other contexts, they will use something that's more um, considered to be more standard, mainstream standard English. I was taught that AAVE is not acceptable in professional settings. There's a similar pressing dilemma about the black presentation of hair. Many companies deem dreadlocks, braids, and natural hairstyles to be inappropriate for a workplace environment. These Eurocentric standards about how the real world should operate intentionally exclude black people. Sometimes, like when I go and get my hair cut in certain parts of the world, okay, I gotta right. butch it up. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Sometimes when I go into a, a job interview, I gay it up because I think that makes me more accessible. Yeah. They want to see us on screen, not their conference rooms. We sometimes see that certain parts of us we have to turn down when we're in, you know, more mainstream or, or white up. spaces. We also or don't want to be yes. perceived as a stereotype in no. certain instances. Although it may seem dramatic to complain about how someone partakes in their internet usage, until black people can operate freely in spaces without oppression or discrimination, 
We will not sit idly by while you use us solely for your entertainment. Um, and so to the extent that communities become less segregated, the nature of the variety probably will, will change. In I Am Not Your Negro by James Baldwin, he says, you never had to look at me. I had to look at you. I know more about you than you know about me. Not everything that is faced can be changed, but nothing can be changed until it is faced. If you're online a lot, you've probably seen Brianna Taylor being turned into just another meme. You know, whether it's putting her name on a picture of Rihanna's ass or mentioning her death in some caption of a random selfie. When you reduce our personality down to a mere source of entertainment for you, a tool, while still ignoring our issues, allowing our qualms to fall on deaf ears, you're operating as an agent of white supremacy. The looming shadow of slavery has contorted the white view of black people and the effects will never be alleviated if we continue to ignore the nuances. Just the worst experience of my life. <laughs> and it's not funny. There's nothing to joke about. Black memes are used by black people to express universal ideas and opinions amongst us. Black memes were never initially used for internet culture. The adaptation is flattering. And I'm not saying using black memes, or even AAVE, makes you racist. It just means you might have some personal thinking to do. Using a few memes that just so happen to have black people in them does not make you racist. But when you overuse our culture, our words, or emojis, our memes because you find black culture to be humorous in and of itself, then you are unknowingly perpetuating immense ignorance, and self-reflection is far overdue. They said that more education and awareness was needed. And that looks like more representation in mainstream media, more history in schools, and not just one month. We hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast. The written version of this article can also be found on HollywoodInsider.com. Subscribe to our podcast and also subscribe to our YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash HollywoodInsiderTV. Follow us on our social media. We will be back next time with more thought-provoking features.